Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. All right, so this is kind of an expansion or elaboration or different take on the nightlight emotional energy podcast that I did, Um, because the metaphors work like that, you know, especially... Well, it actually works that way either way. I was going to say, especially if I come up with it and we're like talking about it with another friend, we kind of keep playing with it and keep tossing it back and forth and like, ooh, what about this? But it it happens even if it's just a metaphor in my own mind. I totally uh, play with it further or expand it and test it out in other ways. So this is based on this idea, kind of, although it can be standalone because Really, you know, based on the idea of like a nightlight being representative of the emotional energy um, that someone gives forward in a relationship. And so this is a little different than the way that we put it before. This is kind of like just, all right, you know, baseline nightlight is the emotional energy that's put forward in a relationship. And um when I was talking with my friend about it and kind of we were both going back and forth about, you know, what is okay with us, what isn't okay with us. Um, I just kind of came up with this really cut and dry and I'm like, God, I don't even know if I've been willing to admit that to myself and put it that succinctly um, before. But what I said was, you know, I need that nightlight on the entire time. I don't want to deal with a blinking nightlight, one that goes on and off at random intervals, and I'm not sure why it goes off. The other person might say that that nightlight goes off, you know, not because it's broken or whatever, because I'm not assuming brokenness of the other person whose nightlight or emotional energy is going on and off. They might see it from the, you know, fair standpoint of just conservation of energy. Like, hey, if it's not actually needed in that moment for something very particular, like we turn it off for emotional energy conservation. (laughs) Um, So yeah, fair enough. But (laughs) I feel like, you know, the low emitting nightlight is the way that I can conserve energy. I won't require it to be some giant, you know, energy drawing uh, bright light. I can meet halfway on that conservation principle by accepting like a very low um, level light nightlight, but I need it on all the time and I need it to stay on and I can't handle the blinking like the back and forth of the lights kind of suddenly going out on me. It makes me kind of like crazy inside emotionally. It's like some sort of randomness or chaoticness that I can't feel okay and safe and comfortable and relaxed in. I can't stand when the lights go out on me, when I'm in the middle of something and I like, you know, just can't handle the shifting of gears like that or just the unexpectedness or kind of just like um, the unreliability more so than anything else where it's just like you never know it's going to bottom out on you and it just kind of, um, you know, makes you nuts. And maybe you do know. I mean, maybe it's like, oh, well, it's when the um, nightlight thinks it's not in use, you know. Um, All right, maybe there could be some predicting patterns. um, But I kind of like all that being said, and all that being fair, you know, um, I don't me personally, I can't operate well under those conditions. I don't prefer to do that, you know, and I don't prefer to have a blinking nightlight, even if it is for the purpose of conservation. I don't care to try to figure out the patterns of when it will or won't go off. Um, I kind of just want that low light. Um, 
because that other stuff makes me crazy. Like having it go on and off uh, really makes me feel, I'm going to say insecure, but it's mostly, I mean, you can understand that word when I'm talking about emotional energy going on and off. That does make the insecure feeling. But if we're using the nightlight analogy, it just makes me feel like I can't relax because the lights might go off on me at any point. And that also fits for the emotional aspect too. Um, So insecure or unrelaxed, either one, that's the general feel for me if that's going to happen and it does eventually kind of drive me to crazy and I don't want that. Then, you know, I mean, the reason this even came up is because I'm continuing to talk with my friend who's dealing with this um, in her relationship and she was, she hasn't even gone to um, her therapy appointment in her relationship uh, yet. She was just kind of talking about it because she's very familiar with therapy. Um, She is a type of therapist herself and in school um, for therapy. So I guess, you know, she's just really able to be honest and um, was kind of thinking like, okay, so if I go to therapy, which was coming up soon, um, and we talk about these relationship issues, you know, where are my boundaries? What am I okay with? What can I work on? Because I know that like a therapist will suggest, you know, some uh, compromises or ways that we both can meet each other halfway. And, you know, it's, it's always tempting for her to say yes to those because it is such a fair thing to do is to meet the other person halfway. And she wants to be able to, and she would feel guilty not uh, being able to try to meet that person halfway, but she does feel sort of maxed out on the meeting halfway stuff. And she was a little like worried about like what, what kind of halfways will be suggested and where will I stand on those kind of things. And so, again, I was kind of being the blunt, like cut and dry Um, other voice because I also really relate to what she's saying I mean gosh anytime somebody's asking you to meet halfway or um, you know hey maybe we could compromise a little here you always want to say yes and I do too and then sometimes I say yes and then come to find out like ooh, that doesn't work for me at all Um, maybe I should have you know like thought about that and that's what she's trying to do think about it beforehand and really set where her lines are and where she is okay to budge and move a little towards him and where she's not um And that's what we were doing together. But here I am giving the like blunt cut and dry version um, from my standpoint to kind of play that voice or that side. And I kind of realized how freaking true it was. I mean, I was kind of just doing devil's advocate. But then I was like, "Ooh, (laughs) that is so true for me. So I started to say because she was like, well, you know, we're totally talking metaphors here. She's like, well, what if, you know, the therapist is saying, okay, you know, his nightlight goes on and off and that's okay because couldn't you just like carry a flashlight with you so that you could still have what you need with the constant light, but you know, he could still like allow his nightlight to go on and off and conserve the energy that he would like, or, you know, whatever, have it operate the way he likes it too. And so when the nightlight goes off, you would just have your own flashlight to turn right on at that time. And you would still be with light all the time, but you would do, you know, some of it yourself and with, by flipping your own flashlight on and the emotional energy energy, you know, and so that I mean, this this metaphor gets a little dicey. So I want to give like the emotional disclaimer that by talking about these flashlights and these lights, we're not saying by any stretch that um, this light from this uh, from this this emotional energy light um, that is coming from this nightlight is not our one and only source of light. I mean, 
in this analogy, when we're talking metaphors, yes, like that kind of helps us out to really drive home the point. You know, you don't want the lights going off on you. But when we're talking emotional energy, it gets a little complicated because it's not like we're saying like the only emotional energy that we even have to operate from is this energy that is being given to us from this other person and that we don't actually have our own flashlight um, and other sources of light that we rely upon our own emotional energy and other sources of emotional energy that we rely upon. That's not what we're saying here. So, uh, you know, uh, right away when we start getting into this, it sort of sounds like unfair that we're expecting this one human that wants to like sometimes turn his poor nightlight off for some energy conservation to like fuel all of our emotional energy needs. Um, But that's not the expectation at all. I mean, that's not what we're saying. So I just want to like have that disclaimer out there front and center. Um, But... Still, like using this point of being, you know, where am I able to compromise when we get to that place where we're, you know, talking things through at the therapist, you know, she was like, okay, well, you know, am I willing to like turn on my flashlight? Because I'm kind of irritated. I don't want to, I don't want to allow the nightlight to go on and off. Um, I just want it on all the time and I can use my flashlight if I want for like extra brights or light sources from other areas, you know, but like I don't want the nightlight to go off and to even have to deal with that moment of disarray of like, oh, the lights went out. Now I got to fumble in the dark for my flashlight, put it on, um, you know, and just kind of have to be at the mercy of when that light goes on and off. And again, like this doesn't work perfectly because she's not saying she only gets emotional energy from this human and that she's like left um, with some difficult task to try to drum up emotional energy within herself only because she's always, I mean, you know, the real metaphor is we all always have our own flashlights on. um, But she was just kind of stating like, well, no, I don't, I don't want to, um, you know, have to deal with that flickering nightlight. And so then I said, and again, like very bluntly, um, kind of ignoring all the tiny nuances that don't work perfectly in this metaphor. um, Well, yeah, because you don't want to have to, you know, if you're going to go to the trouble of carrying around your own flashlight and doing all this compromising of like, oh, well, when your light happens to go out, then I'll be ready with my flashlight and we'll do a changing of the guards and then I'll have my flashlight and then I'll turn it back off later when your light comes back on and um, I'll just notice those things myself or maybe you'll give me warnings and that'll be your way to meet me halfway and, um, you know, so she, but she was just like, oh, it sounds like tedium, you know, and I was voicing that you know really cut and dry voice of like yeah because if you're going to carry your own flashlight if you're going to go to the trouble of just like having your own flashlight with you all the time and you know then i'm just going to keep my own flashlight on and like see ya on the nightlight you know um like if it's going to be because then i get the most constant um source of light you know i if i'm going to just go ahead and use my flashlight i'm just going to go ahead and use my flashlight you know i'm going to if if my emotional energy is going to have to kind of bail me out or there's going to be dips in light because maybe that's a little bit better of a way to describe it because it's not like the only source of light is coming from this other nightlight or this other person who's giving all the emotional energy and that she's just like stomping her feet refusing to be responsible for her own emotional energy it's not that at all but it is kind of like if there are going to be dips in light 
she doesn't want dips and light. Maybe she's doing like highly complicated work that require just like a lot of illumination. Um, or that's just how her eyes like to operate. You know, she doesn't feel like she can really see clearly in any less amount of light. And so maybe, you know, she wants things to stay at a certain level of um, brightness and you know she's willing to be responsible for a good bit of it herself and she gets it from all these and she got all these different lights point pointed at this you know task that she's doing she's got all these different lights pointed at where she's trying to look or you know what she's doing the life she's living whatever and she just doesn't want there to be these random dips in light, um, you know, where even if it's not total darkness, it's just like a dimming or a dip in light. She's not willing to deal with the flickering and that because if she's going to have to then compensate for that by like shoving her flashlight or her particular light up to a higher level every time it kind of randomly goes out, even if. You know, he's communicating maybe that it's going to go out, which he's not actually currently, I mean, in real life, you know, <laughs> in case you're wondering, um, you know, but if that were something that they were to lay down on the table of negotiations, um, like, hey, you need to let me know when it's going to dip or whatever, Um I could see that being a natural negotiation point. But even if he were going to let her know when it was going to dip um, and, you know, that would be helpful, then she could prepare. It would, it would definitely go a long way uh, because then she could prepare to, like, you know, amplify hers and, like, you know, turn the notches up so that it's brighter. Um, for sure, it would go a long way. But she was kind of saying, oh, even that sounds a little fatiguing because if my light's just going to need to keep going up and down and up and down and up and down according to these dips, um, you know, that takes time and energy too. And it's all this like changeover between light sources. And frankly, you know, I would love to have another light source pointing at my operation here. Um but I need to be able to count on its consistency of brightness and quality. And it could be a very low nightlight. It could be a very energy conservation, conservational kind of light. But um, I just want to know that it's going to kind of stay at that level so that I know how to adjust my levels. And I want it to stay constant because it's all of the flickering and the adjusting. It takes time. It like leaves me in a state where I can't relax and focus on this project or this work or this operation that I'm doing here that requires all the light anyway. I just want that steady hum. And so... If it's going to be this procedure where his dips out sometimes and then she's got to amplify hers, that also takes up uh, so much energy and process and she would just rather leave hers up on the brightest setting and like handle if she's going to have to like keep, you know, sending it up to the brightest setting and then pulling it down and then up and then down, you know, according to the, that just seems like kind of a waste of energy. It's like, I would love to have this extra light pointing, but if it's not going to be consistent light, then I'd rather just not try to deal with having it point towards my work. <laughs> like I will, um, you know, compensate by getting some other lights to point towards or I will amplify and turn mine up to the brightest setting but if I'm going to go to the trouble of having 
that flashlight ready or like, you know, amplifying my light when his dips out, which, you know, it could be a very, again, fair solution when you're talking about trying to meet somebody halfway. Okay, cool. Well, when his light dips out, you just send yours up higher. Yeah, it is a solution. But ultimately, it's just not the solution that she's after because to her, that would require more energy than just leaving hers um all the way up and you know leaving it in that state so that she could rest and relax and rely on a constant steady stream of light and she wouldn't be jarred or interrupted or there wouldn't be chaos and it wouldn't be that crazy making kind of like oh the lights keep changing you know um kind of thing and man it was just like yeah that's so true for me too <laughs> um you know and it's hard it's hard to admit those things because you're saying i'm not willing to compromise in these areas even though they sound fair and even though they do sound like they could be a solution and um you know solutions are a good thing right but it's just like hard to say yeah but that's not the solution for me um it is a solution and it might work for other people but it's so not for me it's just hard to do that i don't know why it's like there's shame around it or something because it's like you're a bad guy or you're you know not workable or you're needy or you're you know being too demanding or something like that so i mean you know i sympathize with her deeply there because i've been there lots but um you know just it was fun it was fun because through the metaphor of just like you know talking about it differently as this like light source and just being able to be the devil's advocate voice so that i could say whatever i wanted to bluntly um yeah i just kind of was like oh but that is so true and that's so true for me too and i just rarely let myself admit it <laughs> um but hopefully um this helps. It helps me to like go back and remember it and like, yep, there it was. I, yep, that's, you know, I admit it. I can't uh, help but admit it because there it is. And then, you know, if anybody else like struggles with the same stuff, um, yeah, emotional energy for me needs to be that constant hum. I can't have the, because I, I need emotional energy for the project that I'm working on in this life, you know, and I need that light quality to be at the brightness where I can see things as clearly as I'd like to see them. Um, so no, I can't really handle the dips. Um, no, <laughs> and I am kind of like, well, I'd rather just, you know, only deal with my light instead of trying to add another light if it's just going to dip in and out um that drives me crazy <laughs> thank you so much for listening i've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that i can i find it brings connection back it enlivens you especially if you're using real play and games to do it so come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com